0: Welcome to Phyllis His Capsicum, a podcast for poetry. This is season four, stories that nearly didn't get told. And this is episode six. And my guest today is my cousin Joe. Kia Joe. Hello. How are you? I'm good. It's um, still a bit early on a Sunday.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm awake. I'm here. <laughs>
0: Awesome. I appreciate the effort and, yeah, getting up early. <laughs> so, like yes. I said, Joe, stories that nearly didn't get told. And I'd like to give you the option here of hearing my story first or of doing your story first. Um, well, go yours. Let's go yours first. Okay. Well, you have some choices. The, the remaining poems are Pit Stop Part One, Antivirus Software and Next.
1: Um, let's
0: go with antivirus. <laughs> this is one of the additions. Here we go. Antivirus software. Phyllis noticed movement in her poorer than average peripheral vision. She shifted her weight onto her left buttock so that she could peer around the edge of her laptop. That's when she noticed the single ant scurrying around like a rapidly moving shadow on a moonlit lake. That is assuming there are some very oddly shaped clouds, at least one laptop shaped lake, some bizarre wind patterns and a decent imagination. The tiny explorer disappeared into the USB port. Some people may describe what Phyllis did as headbutting the desk as she tried to locate her insect friend inside the flank of her computer. Said reappeared within a few seconds and after a quick look around, Headed off round the back of Phyllis's desk. Glad of the short break, Phyllis returned to her screen, which is when she noticed that several new folders had appeared on her desktop. Activating the muscles in both buttocks, Phyllis sprang from the chair and resumed her search for the ant. Very good. Usher said sprung, not sprang.
1: <laughs> sprang. <It's>, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, I prefer sprang. Sprang. Sounds better. Sprang. Um, all the. I think that's the first one, Joe, that I've got through this season without messing up and having to start again and then having to edit it. Uh, so yes. it really reminded me of when I used to do band stuff and getting towards the end of a song when you're recording. And all you're thinking now is, I haven't messed up yet. Don't mess up now. Don't mess up now. <laughs> don't mess up now <laughs> and then you're like stop thinking don't mess up now think about what you're doing you're gonna that's gonna make you mess up so <laughs> yeah um no
1: that's good if you didn't it's quite that was longer as well the one I listened to before was a shorter <laughs> one so I guess the longer they are the more chance that you can you can have, you can have to do it again and yeah
0: take I think it's a common thing that something starts off as a tiny idea tiny because it's an ant and that's tiny but a tiny thing that happened and i thought this is a nice quick poem but when i start writing i just start waffling yeah. and just adding more and more and it turns out to be a bit of a saga there you go. <laughs> no it's
1: good it was um good as well because you mentioned um something about muscles <laughs> which is good for me ah. it was my job <laughs> so that was a good, a and, good link
0: <laughs> and just to clarify your job is uh, sports therapist. There we go. I'm. I'm muscles, wondering. Basically,
1: <laughs> lots of muscle
0: Yeah, I'm wondering what people might have imagined when you said my job's to do with muscles. You could have been a uh, weightlifter. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, that would involve going to
0: the gym, then. <laughs> yeah, or um fisher person like the other muscles yeah you don't you don't really fish for muscles do you You, what do you do you gather them gatherer hunter gatherer yeah
1: maybe
0: i'm glad you brought up the buttocks because (laughs) i think that was my favorite part of the poem is because it actually happened like here's a little secret phyllis is me so you know i've not hidden myself massively in that name but this happened I did notice an ant, I did look round the side, it did go into the USB port. I did, I wouldn't call it headbutt, but I did touch the desk with my head. The folders didn't appear on my desktop, so that, that's not true, but I was aware of shifting weight between buttocks. And I thought I was quite clever when, at the end of the poem, I returned to the buttocks, but this time using it to show how she sprung up, sprang up, sprung up in surprise. So yeah, I thought the return of the buttocks brought it full circle, full cheek, as it were.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, good. That's really
0: good. I usually try and waffle on about something about making it the big picture, Joe, and what the poem actually means, but I'm struggling a bit here. I think it's just an ant on a computer.
1: (laughs) Did it go in the computer?
0: It went in the USB port, yeah.
1: And then did it
0: not come out again? No, oh, it came <laughs> out. It? It,
1: does does it, it die
0: if it goes in there? Oh, that's why my laptop stopped working. <laughs> There's a, a
1: fried ant somewhere inside it. No, it came out. Does it, did it not come out again? It came
0: out. It, it barely, if I'm <laughs> honest, Joe, it barely went in. I'd say it flirted with the idea of going in. Probably, <laughs> it probably had four legs in at best and then thought, no, not for me not for me, <laughs> That's funny. but I think I wrote that before there's a box in the corner of my room. And I noticed a few ants on the wall. I say a few, a lot of ants on the wall. I thought, oh nice. no, it's, a, it's an ant invasion. And then when I looked in the box, the box was just absolutely heaving with them. And when I got to the bottom of it, what they'd done is they laid all their eggs. There was a, like, an active nice. nest. In, do you know what they laid the eggs in? Though the the glue oh. of a book, like the <laughs> you know the spine where the sometimes some books where you open it, there's kind of a gap between the hard cover and the where the yeah. pages are joined. It's a bit hollow, so they'd laid all yeah. their eggs in that gap. It was a nightmare to get rid of. Uh, no, did you have to throw the book away? I had to rip. I ripped the cover <laughs> well, off and
1: leave it outside
0: <laughs> yeah the, the cover was the covers are gone but i've still got the book itself so
1: yeah
0: partial victory um, for the ants
1: that's horrible if there was loads i'm not good with with things like that
0: insects. <laughs> yeah do you remember when we were in ireland it's not on it i know it's not an <laughs> insect but do you remember when we were in ireland and the bat was in the house
1: yes vividly it was traumatic think <laughs> I don't. I'm not a big fan of things with wings, so um, mm. it sticks with me. Um, and it was just flying around the living room. Yeah. And your dad and my dad had to sort it out, and they both had to put their heads. They put their heads and tied it the drawstring, so you could only see their eyes and nose and mouth.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
1: Someone said about they fly at your hair or something. And that stuck with me. I don't know if you told me that all those years ago, but if I'm outside now at night, um, I have to cover my hair. Like I went to Wales a few weeks ago, and there were definitely bats flying around, and I had to cover my hair <laughs> because someone said they fly at your head, but they get caught in your hair or something. Okay. It's a horrible, horrible thought.
0: So I've just Googled it, Joe, and I know you're supposed to check more than one website and not just read the first thing that comes up, but for the sake of the podcast, <laughs> bats will fly into your hair and get stuck, colon, false. I've been living in fear whenever I've
1: been outside at night with <gasps> bats that I had to cover my head up.
0: Do you want to hear the rest of it, though, Joe? And this is yeah, na- now we're getting big say. picture. Now we're getting big picture. This was an old <laughs> myth that was used to deter young girls from going out at night.
1: Oh, my God.
0: The myth was that if a young woman went out at night, a bat would fly into her hair and get stuck. (laughs) Oh, my
1: God. Where 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 has that come from?
0: Just men being awful, probably. Yeah. One more sentence in the paragraph. In reality, bats are not interested in flying into your hair.
1: (laughs) That's good to know.
0: From batwatch.ca. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, that's good to know. Um, I'll probably still cover my hair up, up just in case they fly at me
0: quick, if I'm outside. Quick game of true or false from this website about bats. Let's
1: go. All I, bats. Mean, I really hate bats, but yeah, let's go.
0: Um, okay. All bats carry rabies.
1: That's another thing people say, but I don't think, I know maybe it is true. I don't
0: know. I'm gonna go true. Well the key here says all bats. Oh
1: no, yeah, false then, no. I thought some bats do, don't they?
0: Alright. Well, all bats carry rabies to go false is with false. All yeah. bats. False. You're right. Less than 0.1% have rabies. Anyway. Bats no. are just really <laughs> flying rodents. Uh no, I don't think no. Yeah, that's false. Yeah. Um all bats are blind. False. Correct. And well, can,
1: they can see. Can they see? I don't know. I don't know enough about bats.
0: Yeah, they can see as well. Says here. And all bats are blood feeders.
1: No, false.
0: Well done, Joe. Four out of four.
1: <laughs> my bat knowledge is surprising.
0: <laughs> I nearly gave it away. Oh by... God, I'm
1: not a fan.
0: I mean, the page of the site is called Bat Myths, so I was about to give it away <laughs> by saying that because they're all false. Those are
1: the myths that you tend to hear about. The most
0: are they yeah, <laughs> they've got a bad rep. A bad rep. All right, Joe. So, from ants <laughs> to bats to your story, what's your story that nearly didn't get told?
1: It's nothing to do with animals. <laughs> so um, yeah. Um, so it was a yeah a few years ago, and I was working in my clinic, and this guy comes in for some treatment who I've never seen before. Um, but when he gets there, I recognised him as though I have seen him before, or treated mm. him before, or knew him from somewhere, Um, and anyway, we're getting on with the treatment, and we, you know, you're usually talking to them about their, like, jobs, and what they, what they do for fun, and all Mm -hmm. of of that stuff, so, anyway, we're treating, and he, I said, oh, so, like, do you play any sports, or go to the gym, and he said that he plays cricket. Um, So then I I launched into Cricket Chat, because I used to play for a long time. Mm, mm. Um, And then I asked him what he did for a job, and he said he plays cricket, (laughs) so um, at that point I started to think, okay, well that's a bit weird that someone (laughs) wants to play for fun and it's their job. Um, So he must be pretty good at cricket. And then um, I asked who he played for and he said England and sorry. So um, it was then that I realised I didn't know who he was, I I did know who he was and it wasn't because I'd seen him or met him before, Um, it was because I'd seen him on TV playing professional cricket for a living. and I, yeah, I don't tell that many people that story because it's embarrassing that I played cricket for so long and knew who he was, but didn't actually know who he was. That's so, I, don't, I don't shout about it because, um, and as well, I think he thought that I was acting stupid on purpose to so not make a fuss of who he was. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, it was it, it was a, a little bit embarrassing.
0: I'm sure they must get it all the time though, in terms of people of that level of fame, what a typical day for him would have been, you know, (laughs) if it involves going to get a coffee, then getting on a train, then going to, um, the movies, then getting takeout for dinner. How many of those interactions is he expecting to be recognized and how many does he want to be recognised, you know? Were you doing him a favour yeah. by not knowing who he was, maybe?
1: Yeah, it was It was just... I, if, if only I hadn't have spoken about how much I loved cricket and how long i played for it, <laughs> I should have known who he was um, long before. But I just hope he doesn't think that it was about this. Like, I don't know who you are, I'm going to play it really cool. What do you do for a job? What do you do for a job then? If you play cricket for fun,
0: <laughs> um, do you, yeah. Do you think um, it's like Elton John going to the dentist <laughs> or something? And some of the dentist saying, "What do you do for fun?" Oh yeah, play the piano. Oh yeah, I love the piano. I really like. <laughs> I really like these songs that um you know I love a good pianist and. People <laughs> who sing while they play We're piano. Like,
1: What's your go-to karaoke song, man? <laughs> I
0: love, I love Rocket Man. I don't know who sings it, but um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's one called Rocket Man. So, what do you do for a job, by the way? Sing
1: <laughs> Rocket Man. It's so yeah, it's, it's so
0: embarrassing. Although I guess dentist was a bad example because you don't really do small talk with your dentist, do you? <laughs> yes. you
1: can't talk when they um, I've got that. Yeah. When <laughs> you've got your mouth open. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And all you want to do is swallow, but you can't even <laughs> swallow. Yeah. Um, what's it like in your job, Joe, in terms of, cause you must have some fairly lengthy appointments, right? What's the, Um, they're
1: usually about an hour long. So we, yeah, our initial appointments are about an hour, but that's kind of enough time to go through what, why they're coming in, really, what with their injury or what's actually wrong with them. So, um, yeah, some people will talk and talk and talk and you think you've actually got to stop talking because I've got to, I've actually got to do some treatment and have a look at you. Or oh. They'll list off every single thing that's wrong with them. And sometimes there can be a lot. And you kind of have to say to them, right, we've, got, we've only got a certain amount of time. So you have to pick like the worst one, <laughs> what's causing you the most pain or like top two maybe. But yeah, it can be it can be difficult <laughs> sometimes.
0: If Is there, you kind of sort your own appointments and stuff out. Is there a receptionist or an admin person or anything?
1: Yeah, we've got, a wonderful admin team, that, reception team that sort all of that out for us. But
0: um So would there be a case when someone <clears throat> reels off an endless list of injuries? Have you ever had to pick up the phone and say, cancel the rest of my day? Like, you know, in the, in the <laughs> movies where they're like, um, cancel my nine no, o'clock? I think... <laughs> You Yeah, you've just.
1: You've got to say to them. you got to stop them a bit and say, right. You've got to pick the worst two, and we can try and um, do something for that. And then you, yeah, get them booked big enough to come back in if there's if there's a long list. Uh,
0: and is that the yeah. most famous person that you've treated?
1: I've had. Yeah, I've had. Um, I've had a few famous people. I did a um, a YouTube series um not that long ago um with a um he was a guy that's doing talking about me, around men's like mental health and oh yeah um
0: they we had quite a few famous people on that which I lot to me cool
1: um but yeah it's um it's it's a, a, I guess a perk of the job to be able to have a few like sports people it's mainly sports people mm-hmm. um professional um sports people really most of the time if if anyone it'll be sport sporting background ones.
0: Mm. and I guess you don't have to be confidential about those famous people because it's on youtube
1: yeah, exactly those ones not so much. <laughs> Because my face and their face, it's there for everyone to see. Mm. Um, but yeah, in the clinic, it's all patient confidentiality. Sure. But it's funny when somebody does come in that is famous, then you obviously have to just treat them. You know, everyone's aware of them coming in, but then sometimes the other patients that are waiting in reception will be not would like not be able to hold it together so much, <laughs> <laughs> like. Act cool.
0: Play it cool. <laughs> What's the only fours and horses thing? Play it cool. Trigger. Play it cool. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's um, it's funny when you can see some of the other people like realizing who it is that's sitting next to them.
0: Yeah, you wouldn't expect yeah. that if you're just yeah going to your appointment and you're like, oh, famous person next to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: it's um, yeah, it's good. It's a good, good part of the job.
0: Karpoi, is there, I know patient confidentiality and everything, but you said most people, you see are sporty folk, is there, is there anything that's surprisingly common in terms of a cause of, um, issues? I'm only, I ask mainly because I've got a sore Achilles at the moment and in my zero professional knowledge, my hunch is that it's either sitting in traffic and it, that being my right foot, basically the pedal foot on the car, or, yeah, or my drumming practice. And I've just got really bad technique or mm. my mountain biking. And I've got really poor technique or a mixture of all three. Um, uh, it's probably, yeah. it, <laughs> the driving
1: thing is probably a big, um, a big part of it if you think of it's basically what the position your foot's in but then with the drumming as well you have to use um the pedals is there pedals yeah yeah um so yeah which probably it's a combination of all three Mm. but we do get i mean we get um, a whole mixture of stuff in so there's a lot of it at the moment is back issues from people. I think working from home for so long um, oh. with COVID, and then yeah. not really doing much activity, and then having to come back into work back now and sit at a desk. And some people haven't been sitting at proper desks at home, and um, it's that whole change up and stuff. I think so. Oh. Yeah. Um, a lot of it at the moment is like back and neck stuff that it's yeah <laughs> it's majority but then look, we get people that are training for ultra marathons and triathlons mm. and all sorts as well so there is a bit of variety but I would say probably I don't know like 70% of people I see at the moment are it's all backs and
0: wow.
1: either lower back or necks
0: mm. That's which a lot. is probably quite high. Yeah.
1: Everyone's a bit broken.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's a bit broken. I got a scan on my ankle so that they could rule anything too sinister. And
1: what does it say?
0: Well, the guy, he was funny. The guy, he said, it's sorry to have wasted your time, but there's absolutely nothing wrong. I said, no, sorry. <laughs> but that that was the idea of the scan is to rule out anything. Bad yeah. Before I go and get physio, but he did say, yeah. and I quote, "Nothing wrong. You've got the Achilles of an 18-year-old."
1: Did he say
0: that? Yeah, and I thought, I think, I said thank you. I think, I think that, <laughs> I think that's a compliment. Yeah,
1: that's, maybe that's good. Yeah, definitely.
0: Is it downhill from 18 for Achilles? I guess <laughs> most stuff in your body, it's downhill from 18, maybe.
1: That's quite a weird thing to say to someone,
0: though. He'd also he'd already made his joke about no baby in there because it was an ultrasound scan.
1: <laughs> in your foot?
0: Yeah.
1: Is, is he is he a doctor?
0: Why <laughs> oh, <he> did. <laughs> I wondered why that. Is back... that
1: why you were asking about physios the other day, the other week?
0: Yes, that's exactly why. Yeah. Is
1: the because I.
0: Oh, yeah, I sent you someone I used to work with. Were they, are they near you or are they really far away? No, they're about four-hour drive away. Uh, oh, not, not helpful then. Spe- <laughs> especially if there's traffic in that four hours and it makes my ankle even worse through all the driving to get there. <laughs> yeah, I've got to drive for four hours. <laughs> yeah, the- I wasn't, I, yeah, I wasn't sure if it was um, close by or not, so that was not helpful. No, I, I but appreci- it's really nice. Yeah appreciate the effort probably not by four hours yeah all right joe we've reached that time that i like to call couplet time and because this is episode six i'm actually thinking of carrying on and doing another couple so options for couplet number five is still there out the originals but i've also added in a seven and an eight so you get to pick which one of those you'd like to hear Uh, let's go
1: with number five if it's the last one,
0: like the. I thought I've you'd do picked, that. Yeah. yeah, I thought you'd feel sorry for the original one if you didn't pick it. Yeah. All right. Number five goes like this. The lid is the real hero. Without it, the glue stick is worth close to zero. <laughs> That's good. True, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Very true. It cries uh, out.
0: And do you know what? I, whenever I was teaching. Used to drive, I'm sure there's other teachers who can relate to this. At the end of the day, when there's a glue stick with no lid, just a, <laughs> it's like the last straw. No, one, no one's going home until we found the lid for this glue stick.
1: <laughs> that is funny. We used to, at school, we used to paint the glue, you know, like the, the, the weird glue that you could paint. I remember putting that like around the lid and then letting it dry and then like picking it off. Is that a weird a weird thing
0: to admit to? Oh no, you've just that's just evoked a whole bunch of memories, Joe. The glue you had to put on with a spreader. Yeah, it had like a paintbrush in it. Yeah. And then you could just peel it off things. It was amazing.
1: Yeah. That yeah. Might, that might that's a weird thing
0: though, isn't it? No, I think that's a nineties school kid thing. I think as a boy, and who was it? There was someone who always used to paint their hand in glue just to be able to peel it off at the end of the day. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> can't be that healthy for you.
1: I remember like really putting it on the lid of the glue thing, and then like letting it dry, and then you could just peel it off in one big like lump.
0: So while all this is happening, the glue stick is completely exposed and drying out.
1: Yeah, probably. <laughs>
0: Just it's like a, so you're, so you're wasting glue, two types of glue at once. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Love it. The other thing I realized nice. is that I'm a massive hypocrite because even as an adult, whenever I'm using a glue stick, I always leave the lid off and think, oh yeah, it is really easy to forget to put the lid back on. Should probably <laughs> go easy but on the kids. Your,
1: your kids get to see you.
0: Yeah. Do as I say, not as I do, especially when it comes to acoustics. Yeah.
1: sticks. That's exactly what I say to my patients at work, because they're like, oh, do you do these stretches and exercises? Like, yeah, sometimes. But don't, like,
0: yeah, do as I say and not as I do. Is I'm not an- in Is that another, um, shh, I need to concentrate, shh, stop, stop talking. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to my I'll ask the questions here, thank you.
1: Yeah. It's not about me because I'm not injured. <laughs> Who's got the
0: injury? <laughs> <laughs> Carpite. Uh all right, thanks, Joe. Um, do you want to stick around for the last little bits with the puns and all that nonsense?
1: Uh, yeah, I can
0: do. Cool. Um, I'm
1: not
0: in a hurry, it's someday. <laughs> nice. So you can get in touch, fill in capsicum at gmail dot com or head on to Instagram, also fill in capsicum. And that's what some people did last time to complete last week's couplet. Last week's couplet was beware the plummeting pine cone, especially while hiking alone. And I'd, it massively backfired. Joe, last week, I put a shout out and said, "Ah, oh, all those people who haven't messaged or replied on Instagram, like, be good to hear from some new people. Guess what happened? What happened? Only one person responded, and it was Sarah who, <laughs> and she was the guest on the episode. <laughs> so that didn't work. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but Sarah did say, beware the plummeting pine cone while wandering the forest alone. Pretty similar to mine, let's be honest. But then she yeah. also said, beware the plummeting pine cone deceivingly shaped like a scone. Hmm. <laughs> which I guess wouldn't That's work a, for our northern listeners because they'd say scone, wouldn't they?
1: I just, do you know, I just thought that and thought he, he's rammed
0: it with scone, with cone, yeah. which means it's pronounced
1: scone, which I would say is correct.
0: You'd have to say, beware the plummeting pine con to <laughs> shaped shape like a scone. Yeah, scone. It's definitely scone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there we go. So feel free to jump on listeners and do the second half of today's couplet. And we've also got some results in for bready movie puns from episode five. The choices were Crustus League and Pan's Labyrinth, but pans as in pan au chocolat. And I'm <laughs> very happy to say the Crustus League got 75% of the votes and that was mine. So I take a three, two lead over the tag team of Glenn and Nick and this week's options are, without giving away whose is whose, option one to vote for in the Bready movie puns is a classic horror film following the early start to a day for a baker, nothing new there, but this day is interrupted by a zombie outbreak. It is, of course, Dawn of the Bread. It's good having a guest on so they can <laughs> laugh in the gaps. Thanks, Joe. Um, That's funny. <laughs> and option two is a 2003 rom-com about two older individuals who find love despite disagreeing on the ideal amount of holes in their bread, as well as the wetness of the dough. Any ideas what this one's called, Joe?
1: No, I'm trying to think. My brain's not working
0: that quickly. It's, hang on, I have to practice this. Something's chabata give. <laughs> Wait, it's supposed to sound like got it, got it. something's gotta give. Something's chabata yeah. give. bat give. There we go. There so yeah,
1: we go. I like both of those.
0: Nice. Well, <laughs> you can vote on Instagram, Joe, as everyone else can for those two options. Um and I think that's about it for today. So Thanks so much for coming on, Joe. It was good to catch up thanks and hear for having your... Me
1: on. It's my first podcast.
0: <laughs> there we go. How did you find it? It was good. Nice. Very good. And thank you for listening. And also thanks, Sam, for the artwork for this season and Tom Crabb for the song for this season. And like I said, I'm going to do another couple of episodes. So we're not quite done with stories that nearly didn't get told. So we'll see you next time. Kakite